What's up, everybody? This is Kyle Jetzel. Welcome to Dadgummit Autism Podcast. Today I'll be talking about how serving our wives in a spirit of love and unconditionally will change us for the better. I'll share a personal story about believing my wife was going to die, and I'll make a real serious promise to you if you'll take me up on a real simple challenge. So let's get started. So here's the question. How can we, as autism dads, be as successful at home with our families as we are in the rest of the world? How can we support our wives and families in a way that makes them feel happy and fulfilled so that we can feel happy and fulfilled too? That is the question. This podcast will give you the answers. My name is Kyle Jetzel, and welcome to Dadgummit Autism Podcast. So I think I want to start this podcast by reading uh, something I read from a mentor of mine. I, I call him a mentor, but I'm not sure he's a mentor as much as I just follow him because I think he's a, a really smart character. And he's a, a a clinical psychologist. And here's what he had to say. I'm going to read this so I get it right. It's easy to want to win an argument, but if you're discussing a contentious issue with someone you love, your spouse, for example, it's not a very good idea to want to win against them. A defeated partner is often out to reclaim the defeat. So it's not an advisable strategy for moving forward with someone who you'll wake up besides 5,000 more times. Now, <laughs> when I first read this, as you can tell, it, it mattered to me. I actually uh, made a screenshot of it, and it's something I look at pretty frequently because it reminded me of a buddy of mine. And I've got a friend of mine who's going to come on in a couple of weeks here. I've already asked him to do it, but he has a theory he calls the idiot husband. And I'm going to sh- just a brief synopsis of the, the idiot husband theory is that both of you, both you and your spouse, need to be able to stand up to each other for yourselves. Now, that doesn't mean you need to bully each other, and that doesn't need, mean you need to win every time, win every argument. As my mentor just said there, it's, it's not an advisable idea to attempt to win every argument. But I also want to talk about the opposite of that, because... Um, I was talking to a friend of mine not too long ago, and you know we were having a discussion, and he was telling me about something his wife did, and I said, well, maybe, have you considered that she has a good point? <laughs> and he said, you're kidding me, right, Colin? She's always, she always tells me she's always right, and now you're telling me I'm wrong and she's always right. And that's not what I was saying at all. Um, I'm not suggesting that we be pushovers for our wives. But what I am suggesting, and I did suggest to him, was this, is to serve your wife unconditionally. Now, it was interesting after I said that because he he basically said, listen, if I serve her unconditionally, she's going to take advantage of me. I mean, the more I do, the more she's going to expect. And I think that's what men can start to think when I tell them to learn to serve their wives more fully And with the spirit of love. You know, many men think that if they do more or show weakness or vulnerability, that their wives will take advantage of it. And that can kind of make them be afraid of fully serving serving their wives. And I think it all boils down to this. And this is going to be painful. So uh, men that fear the consequences of fully serving their wives uh, may be insecure. Now, that's hard to hear and I know it. But serving your wife doesn't mean setting yourself up to be bullied or run over. It doesn't destroy the equality of your marriage. It doesn't mean she's always right either. It just means you're choosing 
to meet her needs and desires. And here's what I've personally found. And I've actually seen with other husbands who've taken our challenge and decided to change the way they approach serving their wives. We've all found a higher level of happiness. And our wives, well, they've found a higher level of happiness too. Uh, let me let me give you a personal example. And this is a very personal example that I'm going to share with you. But it, I think it describes how I made a change. And that change allowed me to more fully serve my wife. And that change also allowed my wife to to see uh, what I was willing to do for her and and share with her the full amount of love I had for her. So anyway, in 2002, we were the parents of four boys. And as you guys know, our two middle sons are on the autism spectrum. So at that time, we had two older typical boys and our two middle sons on the spectrum. And even though they had been diagnosed on the autism spectrum, and we were a little bit nervous about adding more kids because it was a tough time for us, we really, especially my wife, she really felt like we should have another child. And specifically, we had four boys. And so you can imagine where this is going, right? She wanted a girl. So, you know, after she came to me and, and you know, sweetly said it to me, I thought, you know what, let's, let's have, I'd like a girl too. She'll probably soften our home and make it different. And she has, but... Uh, so we decided that would be a good idea. So uh, a few months later, we were pregnant, and turns out it was twins. Well, one night at about uh, about three months into her pregnancy, I lay down to go to sleep. And, you know, as your mind wanders when you're laying down to go to sleep, I was kind of struck by this really horrible thought. And that horrible thought was uh, my wife would not survive childbirth. Now, you should know, I have kind of this ADD mind and thoughts come and go from my mind frequently. Many are good, many are bad, a few are like this one, horrible. But most of the time when I experience the horrible thoughts, I simply think about other things and they disappear and they just don't come back. But this thought, however, as many times as I refocused on other things, it kept coming back. And typically, when that happens, I start to pay attention. And and the reason why is I'm, I'm a man of faith and many times over the years, I believe I've been guided by higher power, uh, not for many reasons, and, and specifically for my safety and my learning. And many times that guidance has come through thoughts, and those thoughts that keep coming back no matter how hard I try to push them aside. So those are the ones I pay attention to. And this horrible thought, it felt that way. And, and frankly, I was getting a little scared. Uh, then with five months left in the pregnancy, she was put on a complete bed rest. And I went from scared to really scared. And I started to think, is this in my mind? Am I delusional? Well, you know, I wanted to think so. I wanted to think this wouldn't happen. And I kind of fought that thought, but it kept coming back over and over. And then with five weeks left in her pregnancy, the doctors demanded that she be hospitalized for the safety of the babies. Well, I went from really scared to distraught. In my mind, this was real. These were all signals that I should pay attention. I should prepare myself. And keep in mind, I couldn't tell anyone about this. I mean, especially my wife or my kids. What could I do? I mean, I really didn't have anybody to turn to. And this was something I had to deal with personally. And without anyone knowing, I was really suffering deeply. I couldn't imagine the idea of losing my wife, the woman I cherish, the woman I love. And I had really grown to love her more each year as we'd faced battles and fought through them and really had brought us closer and closer. And frankly, I, you know, there was tears shed Every night, I poured out my heart in prayer multiple times a day. I begged and pleaded with God that she would be spared and be able to stay with me and the kids. But frankly, internally, I was a mess. 
And it was the most emotionally and mentally painful and, and really taxing experience I think I've ever experienced. But even as I suffered, I became more convinced that I should prepare for what was going to happen, that I was going to lose my wife. So I did. I'm a man. We prepare for things, right? We work hard to, to set ourselves up. But frankly, I cried, I prayed, I begged. But I started to come to grips with the fact that I would be left alone with my six kids. Uh, four at the time, two babies going to be born. Uh, but as part of that preparation, I also found myself serving my wife with the purest form of love that I'd ever experienced. And there was no way she was not going to know how I felt about her. So on weekends, our family was at the hospital almost every waking hour of the day. And I went to be with her at least twice a day during the week. I'd get all the kids to school. I'd head into work. I'd take her lunch every day and eat lunch with her. Then I'd go back to work. And then when the kids got out of school, I'd head home and grab the kids. And then we'd all go up and spend the rest of the day with her. And and if and I determined that if I was to lose her, she would know and feel how much I loved her by my actions. And as all this was happening, I noticed something about myself that I'd never really understood before. Well, before this event, I was a bit, you know, probably I'd call it selfish. But now I had completely lost myself in the service of her and making sure she knew how I felt and my kids. And no longer was my life even remotely about me. It was about giving her a lasting feeling that she was loved. And it was about how I would ensure my children remembered her and knew she loved them. Uh, all the things that used to matter, and I'm a bit ashamed to say this, but they were about me. The selfish thoughts about my, my needs no longer mattered to me. What mattered was only her and my children. And let me give you what may appear to be a trivial, trivial example, but what may be to do the best job of helping you understand me before this all happened, right? So before this life-altering event, I'll call it, when I would come home to dirty dishes in the sink, I would wash them. I would do all the things that husband who try to be helpful would do. I would help with dinner or with laundry or whatever. But basically, I was simply just putting in the work and going through the motions. I mean, internally, I kind of seethed. And I would think to myself, why isn't this just done during the day? <laughs> isn't it her job to get this done while I'm at work? And and now while I was helping, I was really internally mad that I had to help and that it wasn't already done. Now, I'm not proud of it, but it's true. That's how I felt. And and I realized I was helping for all the wrong reasons because I was supposed to, right? I was doing what good husbands were supposed to do. But as this event, as I went through this event, I felt the change. I wanted to serve her and the kids. I wanted to spend every waking minute I could with her. I wanted to do whatever it took for her to know by my actions and by my feelings, that she was unconditionally loved. Then I had a remarkable insight. After months of silently suffering, with only about a week left before the doctors would schedule the birth of my twins, a good friend saw something in me that made him ask me, dude, are you okay? <laughs> and after I answered with, you know, the normal, hey, I'm fine, he persisted. He said, you seem like there's something going on with you. Seriously, are you okay? And after I finally relented and I finally told him of my circumstances, he said something to me that completely changed my outlook and gave me hope. He simply said, maybe you had this premonition because you needed to feel this pain and change something in your life. And maybe 
Just maybe, if you can learn the lesson you need to learn without losing your wife, maybe you don't have to lose her. Sorry, this is kind of a... I remember the feeling, and I'm getting goosebumps as I talk about it. But I remember I was just astounded that this was a possibility. And now I was filled with something I had completely lost. I had completely lost hope that she would be spared and stayed with us. But now I was completely energized with the thoughts that we had discussed. Now I was determined to learn all the lessons I could from the experience and keep my wife and my family together. And suddenly I was flat out empowered. Well, the night before the day um, our twins were to be born, obviously I didn't uh, sleep a wink. I prayed, uh, endlessly prayed that she would be spared. I begged and pleaded to the Almighty that I would have a second chance at becoming the kind of husband and father she and my family needed. Well, that morning, with a few hours to spare before I had to go to the hospital, I again fell to my knees and begged and pleaded. And believe me, it's not hard to beg and plead when you're in this kind of circumstance. You know, I've heard about uh, individuals in the Bible, you know, praying for hours or days or whatever. And, I, you know, I never really understood that. But now I did, right? Because I had, I had found myself on my knees praying more than I was just normal almost, right? So uh, as, I, as, as I stood up after that last prayer to go be with my wife, I felt overwhelmingly comforted that my wife would be okay. And it was the most magnificent feeling I've ever felt. And I just felt it again, right? Because I realized at that moment that she was going to be okay. And she is. And she was okay. And she is. And my twins are now healthy and they're happy and they're 12 years old now. But the experience changed me forever. The lessons I learned from this experience were way too many to count. But the most important lesson I learned and the reason I'm sharing this story now is to challenge us to all do this. We've got to put our selfishness and our egos aside. We've got to stop worrying about our rights and start working about, uh, start focusing more on our responsibilities. As men, we have the responsibility to love our wives and children, and there's no better way to show them than to happily and willingly serve them. I'm much happier now than I ever was before, and I think my wife can feel it. When I do the dishes because I love her and I want to serve her, it changes the way I feel, and she noticed. And when she's taking a nap and I fold a couple of loads of laundry, I feel great about doing it, and I don't have any seething because I'm serving the woman I love, and I feel completely different about that. And the more I willingly serve her and my children, the more I know they know they are loved. And fellas, just so you'll know, there's a serious, serious side effect to all this. You know, after this was all over and she came home for good and the kids started to, you know, uh, respond well and were becoming healthy, she pulled me aside and she said, something is different about you. You make me feel different. You're not really doing anything different than you ever have, but I feel something different. And at that moment, I realized I needed to share that experience with her. And it brought us closer together. And it allowed me to tell her that I want to serve out of love, and I'm going to continue to serve out of love. And I committed to her that I was going to serve out of love. And she uh, she turned to me and said something, and we had already been married for 25 years. Not 25, I'm sorry, maybe 
maybe 15 or so. We'd been married a long time. And she said, you really, you really love me, don't you? <laughs> and I thought, are you kidding me? Of course I love you. But I don't think until that experience, until I, until I felt good about serving her, and she felt that, that she actually really, truly believed how deeply and how much I loved her. Now, so if you're thinking, if I serve her, she's going to take advantage of me, and the more I do, the more she'll expect, let me tell you something. You're wrong. The more you serve your family because you love them, the more they'll love you, and the more they'll serve you. It's an eternal cycle. I've experienced it. I've seen friends that have done this experience it. The fact is, I just want to plead with you to try this and start today. Lose yourself and focus completely on serving your wife and kids for one straight week, just seven days. Do it because you love them and do it with an attitude of love and service. And I don't care if anyone notices or not, and they may not, but do it because the man of the man you are and do it because you can. Uh, I promise you that if you will, you'll become a changed man internally. You'll be happier. You'll love more. You'll love deeper. And you'll find that others will do the same for you. I also promise you that if you'll develop a deeper, happier relationship with your wife and kids. You know, I've heard this said before. No other success in life can bring you more happiness or take the place of success in your own home. And I believe that. So I'm challenging you right now. Serve well. Serve hard. Serve with love and no conditions. You'll love it. She'll love it too. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time. Hey, everybody. This is Kyle again. Really quick. I wanted to invite you to do something wonderful for your wife and family today. Today's the day to start. If you don't know what to do, maybe go check out our Coming Home to Chaos Dad's Training. It'll show you how to support your wife so that she can break the patterns that lead to frustration, discouragement, and exhaustion. It'll also reveal why why you're coming home to chaos and what you can do to ease her burden starting today. It's totally free and it'll give you some great ideas. So right now, pause the audio and go to thriveinchaos.net front slash free stuff and check it out today. That's thriveinchaos.net front slash free stuff and check it out today. Make today the day you start creating the kind of family we all want, a family that thrives. We'll see you next time.